says we will do. Where he sends, we will go. Never fear. Only trust and obey. What a word from you, O God. Thank you, our precious Father who is in heaven, who relates in the affairs of men. The one who made the heavens and the earth, in whom there is no variableness, neither shadow of turning, in whom we we'll move and live and have our being, the Almighty God, the Father of all lights. Thank you for gathering us together this morning to speak to us. Thank you, O oh God, for preparing our hearts this morning. I yield completely, O oh God. I heard from you clearly that I'm just an errand person. I am here to deliver the errand. Thank you, Father. I silence every other voice. That your voice alone will be heard. Make it clear that we might run with it. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord is good. Amen. I'd really like to appreciate uh, my parents in the Lord, Venerable Professor Sam E.K. and his dear wife, Dr. Mrs. Ruby E.K. This couple mean a lot to my family. I also want to pray, appreciate Reverend Canon Dr. Ifanyona and the wife, Reverend Dr. Chukudi Anyago and the wife, and my brother, Reverend Dr. Asubiko Keke and the wife. Amen. Nayugu, Venerable Chike, Ndevosa. Amen. Praise the Lord. I also like to appreciate the leadership of the church. You know, it's always our privilege to come share fellowship with you. And each time I come here, I come with my lovely wife, my wife of about 20 years. Right? We got married on 31st August 2002. So just close to 20 years, honey. <laughs> I love you. Continue to love you. This morning, when I was preparing in our prayer room, she was, I walked into the room to get ready for service. She was really praying for me. Amen. I trust that the Lord answered your prayer. Amen. We're in church this morning with our children, half of the team. We have six children, you know that. And the three girls are in boarding school, while the three boys follow us to school. We are looking for a boarding school for them too. Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. The Lord is good. So, good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to church this morning. I feel at home each time I come here. Honestly, maybe because my parents are here, I feel so much at home. I was brought up in an Anglican church, and my father was a non-stipendiary teacher in our local church those days. And by the way, today is the last Sunday before Lent, so it's called Pinko Special Sunday, Pinko Gessima Sunday. The last Sunday before Ash Wednesday. Pinko Gessima Sunday. Amen. 
Praise the Lord. So we, we were raised in an Anglican church. The children are in the Sunday school, what we call children's church. So I feel at home coming here to worship and to fellowship with you. We were here um, December 25 before we traveled out for Christmas service. It was um, maybe uh, not half of the church came to church and we enjoyed our service. And we sang hymns and we were so happy with the Lord. Amen. I love your team for the year. Your team for the year is um, you are the light of the world. Can we just say that? I like the way you said it. He said, I am the light of the world. So personalize it, say it together. I am the light of the world. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Matthew chapter 5 verse 14. A city on a hill, a city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. <laughs> what does that mean? That you are about becoming a public figure. By the time you are set on a hill, it means you are now a public figure for public spectacle. It means that if I am a student, I'm about graduating to become a graduate, a worker. If I am an officer, I'm about becoming a manager. God is saying to the church that you are about being promoted to becoming a public officer. You know, if we were in the Pentecostal church, someone would say hallelujah. <laughs> but this is an Anglican church. Amen. So you are about being lifted. But there's a message God is giving to you as you are about being lifted. <laughs> Last year, in Chattered Institute of Bankers, Nigeria, Enugu branch, I was running. It was about the election time. I didn't want to be involved. As a matter of fact, something came up. I had to travel to where. In my absence, they elected me as the president, I mean as the chairman of the state uh, branch um, of um, CIBN. And I was there in my room asking God, what exactly? He said, so that the light may shine in that area. I don't know who is here. And God is about to send you on errand to occupy an office so that the light may do what? Shine in that area. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. The Bible makes me understand in 2 Chronicles chapter 16, verse 9. The eyes of the Lord run to and fro. God is in the business of looking for faithful people that he will make the light. They will become light bearers so that they can go and light up the nation. So that they can go and light up the world. Each time I walk into my office, I ask the Lord, what exactly would you have me do? That's why I love the song we sang. Wherever he sends me, I will go. Whatever he says to me to do, I will do. That summarizes it. For you are the light of the world. You are about being a public figure. You are about being elevated. Meanwhile, there's a message you have in your hand. That you may shine the light of God. He says, when you have the light, you cannot be hidden under a bucket. It is not possible. 
that you'll be hidden under a bushel. It's not possible. The light will definitely shine, Bible says, and the light shines in darkness, and darkness comprehended it not. When I came back to Access Bank and I said God, to God, what exactly is happening here? God said to me, you have not finished your assignment. And I heard him say to me, and the light shines in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. I called my wife, who is my very close lover and friend. I said to her, this is what God is saying. I made it bold. I wrote, I wrote it clearly, laminated it, framed it, and pasted it. You know, on my, in my office. As you approach my office, if you like, let's go there after this message. If you open the door, you will just see you are the light of the world. The light shines in darkness, and darkness comprehended it not. The Lord said to me, you are in that office for me, God. You are in that office to deliver justice. You are in that office to shine as light. So you come into my office, I don't care. If they can give me two minutes... To talk about Ukraine and Russia. I can use 30, minutes, 30 seconds to talk about Ukraine and Russia. And use 1 hour 50, 30 minutes. No, 1 hour 30 seconds. Thank you, honey. You help me. To talk about the word of God. Nobody stops me to talk about the word of God. So right there, if I am permitted to keep any book in my office... I can as well choose to keep my Bibles in my office. So I have different translations on my table. Where one translation cannot give me the meaning, the other translation will give me the meaning. If they permit me to keep newspapers in my office, that means I'm permitted to keep my tracts in my office. By the way, what will I get from newspapers? Bad news. When you read my tracts, good news. Praise the Lord. So our focus this morning shall be, am I a light bearer? Have I been shining the light? And the third one, what can I do to shine the light? And that brings me to the topic of the message, which says, being the light in your marketplace. Being the light in your marketplace. We have already read Matthew chapter 5 from verse 13 to 16. But permit me to read again from verse 14 to 16, Matthew chapter 5, and I'm going to read from message translation. And it says, here is another way to put it. You are the, to be light, bringing out the God's color in the world. God is not a secret to be kept. I marked it. God is not a secret to be kept. We are going public with this, as public as a city on a hill. If I make you light bearers, you don't think I'm going to hide you on a bucket, do you? I'm putting you on a light stand. Now that I have put you there on a hilltop, on a light stand, shine. Keep open house. Be generous with your lives by opening up to others. You will prompt people to open up with God. This generous Father in heaven. Praise the Lord. Amen. So God expects us as light bearers to shine. 
wherever we find ourselves. God expects us to shine, to beam light of hope. Wherever we see ourselves or we find ourselves, that is the will of God. To me, it's a commandment. To me, it's an instruction. This morning when I had finished praying and I came back to just get ready for service and my wife was pray, praying in the room. And I stepped in and while I was on the bed, she touched me and she said, are you okay? I said to my wife, I'm like a son sent on errand. I'm like a son sent on errand. And I said to my wife, I believe God loves this church because there's something God is telling me clearly from his word of course. And, you know, the song I kept singing yesterday, exactly that song, as we were worshiping, Naiku Venerable Chike just sang that song. I said, Holy Spirit, help me here. God just confirmed. As I was preparing, that song kept coming. So God wants us to shine. He's the one that we are standing upon. We are not standing on any other thing but the rock. He wants us to shine. And where exactly does he want us to shine? The topic says in our marketplace. So when I was looking at the marketplace, I remembered when I was doing my research work, I was struggling with something. So I went to my helpmate, who had done her own. I said to her, what is this? She said, it's called operational definition. So I looked at a marketplace, and the operational definition that God gave to me as a marketplace, I hope I am not restricted to stand here. <laughs> because I want, I want people to see me. So the operational definition of a marketplace is that a marketplace is wherever you are, wherever you go to, wherever you are, wherever you go to at every given time is a, is a marketplace. So we're looking at being a light in your marriage. So marriage is your what now? Being a light in your home. So home is what now? Being the light in your office or business. Office or business is what now? Being the light in your neighborhood. Neighborhood is what now? Being the light everywhere. Everywhere is what now? Marketplace. So the operational definition is everywhere. Everywhere. God expects you to be the light in your marriage. God expects you to be the light in your home. God expects you to be the light in your office. There's someone God is speaking to this morning. I am so sure. Maybe you know in the church today, we hear of a lot of things happening in marriages. Maybe it may not be happening here. Thank God for your church. But I heard God clearly. He clearly said, my people should be light in their marriages. We're not doing enough. Your marriage is a marketplace. People are watching your marriage. People are reading your marriage as books. The way you treat your wife, the way you love your wife, the way you care for your wife. 
Amen. The worst, you know, when unbelievers don't treat their wives well, we don't take it as anything. But when people that carry the Bible and they call themselves light bearers treat their wives in a treacherous way, Bible says, Great is that darkness. Great is that what? Darkness. That's exactly the way I got it. Great is that darkness. How do you treat your wife? How do you treat your husband? How, how, how is your marriage? Is your marriage like the way it is written in the scriptures? Is it? Is it just enough to wear suits and dress so well and you're on the road? How good is your marriage? And the Lord says, I want the church to be the light in their marriage. Praise the Lord. Philippians chapter 2 verse 15c. Among darkness and wickedness, you should shine as light in the world. So, we are in this world. We are not of the world. I don't care what the world presents. I am not of this world. So, when I see myself in the office, I don't care how others behave. I am not of that office. When I see myself in marriage, I don't care. By the way, I hear of people who have turned their wives or their husbands into punching bag. I am not of that make. Because I am an errand boy. Praise the Lord. So I don't care. Even though you are in the world, you are not of the world. Others can do it. Others may do it. But you mustn't do it. That's when you are shining the light of God. You know, a few weeks ago, we went for Thanksgiving. And uh, we came back. by the time we came back, friends came back with us. And I was helping my wife to share, to, to give people things in the house. You know, to give, bring water, bring garden egg. You know, trying to serve people. I mean, and one man... A more elderly person asked me, he carries the Bible, he preaches the Bible, the word. I said to me, why are you serving? You, sh- you are the man, you should sit with us and your wife will be serving. I rebuked him, I said, no, it cannot happen in my house. I am the chief servant. You know what that means? I serve first, my wife follows. I kept serving. I served him, if you don't want to eat, don't eat, be waiting for my wife. So why would you be wicked? The woman will do everything. Everything. Completely everything. And you balance and be chasing house fly that there's nowhere. Be the light. I rebuked that man openly in my house. Me I no send. Praise the Lord. Be the light in your home. Be the light in your marriage. Be the light. God expects you. The Bible makes me understand that when God joined Adam, I mean, God joined Adam and Eve, He made Eve to understand that He made Adam to understand that Eve was His helpmeet. What does that mean? It means Eve is here to assist you in all that you'll be doing. So who should lead? Adam. Recently, I discovered another thing. In this shining in marriage, I was. A kind of in confusion, and I mean, I would just whisper to my wife, da, 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 da. as I was taking my bath, 
came out to go to work, she told me, what if you do this in this way? Clarity came. I said, this is how, this is help me. When do you need help? When you are in confusion. When do you need help? When you are confused. So if you have turned your wife to someone that cannot give you help when you are confused, you are finished. If you like, deflect my tire, I can walk back to my house. You are finished. Whatever. The Bible says in, in Ephesians chapter 5 verse 21, submitting yourself one to what? Another. In the fear of God. Verse 22 says, wives, after verse 21, 22 now says, wife, submit yourselves to your husband. Right? But first of all, submitting to yourselves one to another. I submit. My wife submits. We are shining the light of God. We've been married for 19 years, um, 44 months or thereabout. We have never touched her. If, if I'm touching her face, it's because I'm, I'm trying to do... Uh, so, I've never... I hope we are together in this church. Hallelujah. The Lord is good. So, be the light in your marriage. Be open. Be open. Be open. Bible says, both were naked and they were not ashamed. Be opened. I have always told you about letting your spouse know about your finances. Be signatories. If I ask here now, how many of you have allowed your wives to be signatories to the account? This church, I will divide it into two. But what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? All that you are laboring for. I, I, some people, you know where I work? A woman came wearing white and white. You know what it means? And she suddenly, she couldn't open the phone of the husband, so she removed the SIM and put the SIM inside another phone. And suddenly got an alert after many months, and she walked in. Wearing white and white, I knew what it meant. And she said to me, please manager, can you check this thing? Is it true? I checked, it's true. Ah, ah. She said, and the children have been driven away from school. They didn't know the husband kept money. How can we help this woman? The only way to help this woman is to go and get what they call a uh, letter of administration. And the dead man will pay 10% to government unequivocally. And maybe if Barrister wants to be kind, if you're a member of the church, he may take 5%. If they want to do it the way it should be done, you also pay 10%. So you have spent 20%. While you are in the grave, how wicked are you? How wicked are you? And I said to Madam, please, that's not what we can do here. Go and meet a lawyer. Praise the Lord. Be open. What are you hiding? If you're a Christian, shine the light of God. Do Bible study on integrity. Do Bible study on discipline. Call your wife, call your children. Do Bible study on all these things. Let them begin to understand that thing you know that is making you prudent in managing your resources. There's no account I have anywhere in the world. Far be it from me. That any day the Lord calls me, one cover will go to any lawyer. You will make money, but not from me. One cover will go to any government. Any government. Because I could not shine the light of God in my marriage. Far be it from me. And far be it from all of you that would ever happen in your home. In the name of Jesus. Be forgiven. One day... I was in my office sharing wonderful fellowship. I got to my, I told my wife, you know, there are brothers that will visit you. You want them to visit again. 
And this brother came, and as we were sharing about marriage, the brother said to me, Honey, you know my own, you love your wife. My own is that I have forgiven my wife in advance. So there's nothing my wife will do to me that will hurt me to the point that I will even look away. I have forgiven my I came back, I told my wife, someone passed me now. Somebody has forgiven his wife in advance, and he was not blabbing. By the time he shared his testimonies, I said, this is shining the light of God in our home. Amen. The Bible says, what God has joined together, let no man put asunder. You know, if we go to court, I don't know what is happening in Enugu, Enugu State High, High Court. Is a lot of divorce cases. I don't know. I don't know what, where we got it wrong. And it's not as if people don't troop into the church. These people go to Pentecostal churches. These people go to Orthodox churches. That's a problem somewhere. That devil will be, will be completely defeated in the name of Jesus. Let's shine the light of God in our marriages. Let's shine the light of God in our home. Let's train our children. The Bible says, train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. Proverbs chapter 22, verse 6. Being the light in your home. Training your children. When you have got it right with your marriage, the next thing is to call your children together. Whenever the children are on holidays, you know, my wife has this syllabus. She's, she's gifted in organizing all of us. We're all children now. Me, I'm, the, I'm a child of God, so I'm also here. Yeah, yeah. So she will prepare Bible study outline. This time they were around, we were doing book of Proverbs. Train up the children in the way they should go. The book of Deuteronomy chapter 11 verse 9 say, 19 says, You are the light, therefore teach them to your children, speaking about them when you sit at home, and when you walk along the road, when you lie down, and when you get up. You know, God gave an, a, a, a report of a man called Abraham in Genesis chapter 18 verse 19. God says, For I know Abraham that he will command his children and his household after him, and that they shall keep the way of the Lord to do justice and judgment that the Lord will bring upon Abraham that which he had spoken of him. People that took time to train or to shine the light of God in their home. Compare the life of Abraham with the life of our elder, Eli. Eli was a father, big elder priest of Hophini and Phinehas. It's possible, I am not judging him, that he was not careful to shine the light of God in his home. You know, we are very young parents. Our children are very young. You know, though some of them are their teen already. We have made up our mind. My children are my savings account, my fees deposit, my current account. So I will treasure them and train them the way I will treasure my bank account. The Bible says, whatever the, the, the treasure of a man is, I mean, whatever the heart of a man is, that's where his what? Where the treasure is, that's where his heart is. My heart is there. My heart is there. When we don't, when we, if you want to have fewer delinquent children, then we should be ready to have parents that are not delinquent. We are parents. We should bend down. We should sit back at home. We should nurture them. We must get them to understand what we believe. 
We must. That's the only way. You cannot carry the Bible and say you are shining the light, shining the light there, and you are home. The testimony is not there. Oh God, have mercy. This testimony must be in my marriage. This testimony must be in my family. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Shine the light. Shine the light. Shine the light in your family. Shine the light in your neighborhood. In your neighborhood. This is when I was preparing yesterday and I got to this point. I said, God, please help me. I don't know how much well I'm doing. So I'm also speaking to myself. How much time do we give to evangelizing those in our neighborhood? We wake up in the morning, maybe on Saturdays. You know, we have neighborhood watch. I don't go for the meetings. Maybe for a very special reason. But it could be an avenue for me to shine the light of the word of God. Do you spend time looking for your neighbors and telling them who you are and what you believe? Are we trying to also give an impression that, oh, Ozurum, so I don't need to go and evangelize anybody? Maybe because we have fine cars. Maybe because, oh, we wear cleaner shirts. Do, can we stop and say to that person by the roadside, Jesus loves you. This is what Jesus did for you and I. He treasures your soul like he treasures my soul. Because the soul of that, that poor person is as important as the soul of that rich man. As what the Bible says, what shall he profit? I mean, what shall he profit the man that he gets the whole world and loses his own soul? So the soul of every man is much more than the whole world. Whether the soul of a rich man or the soul of a poor man. Praise the Lord. The Lord is good. Alright, so we run. We, we should evangelize our neighborhood. We should make sure we shine the light of God in our neighborhood. Work of shining the light of God in our offices, places where we work. We should evangelize our offices. Are you a child of God? Do you understand that you are on, on errand? God has sent you to that office, it's for a purpose. The first day I resume in a particular place, as I got into the place, I'm telling you, I saw a mat. And somebody was doing what I didn't understand. I said, Holy Spirit, this is the first candidate. I waited patiently. I understood how many minutes would it take the person to finish. I just walked down. I said, please, see me in my office. Praise the Lord. See me in my office. The, the boy came. I said to him, I'm, I'm a child of God. Um, you know me. He said, he doesn't know me. I said, okay, this is my testimony. I was actually uh, given away by whatever, whatever. In 1994, the Lord uh, spoke to me through a man of God and I gave my life to Jesus Christ. And since then, this is the testimony. I understand this. this I'd like you to be visiting me every morning. I want to be sharing the word of God with you. Honey, do you know th this guy? <laughs> this guy has been... The boy ran away. <laughs> I made that place uncomfortable for him. I made that place uncomfortable for him. The Bible says, Christ shines in darkness. And darkness comprehended it not. You cannot be light and there will be darkness in the same place. It's not possible. It's not possible. It means that you don't understand the powers you have. You cannot be in that office shining the light of God and there is darkness. It is not possible. It is not. When power jams power, the lesser power will bow. God has called us the light of the world. The light of the world. So we should evangelize our offices. We should evangelize people in our offices. 
thank God, you know, my wife tells me each time she goes to school and comes back, her classroom becomes, you know, God has given all of us pulpit one way or the other. So the lecturer, you have a pulpit. So the doctor, you have a pulpit, your patients. You know, when somebody is sick, if you tell the person, I can lay hands, you know, the person will agree. To the criminal, I mean to the lawyer, the criminal has become your pulpit. You share the word of God. God can forgive you. God can set you free. God can deliver you from this. And the Bible says, whosoever the Son of Man sets free, is free indeed. Even though you are in prison, you can be free. And when the person has been liberated spiritually, soon you hear that the person has been liberated physically. So God has given us different platforms. Different platforms. What of banker? What of other financial, I mean, service providers? Your clients. Tell them about Jesus. Tell them, don't be afraid of anyone. Don't be afraid of anything. Oh, this is where we get to. I said to them, you don't know the power I have contacted. The power I have contacted is the power that is above all powers. And at the mention of the name of Jesus, every knee bows. Are you afraid of the gospel? It's possible you have contacted the, the, the light, or you are the light bearer, but you are, not, you are not bold enough. You put your own Bible in your back pocket. This is not the time to put your Bible in the back pocket. This is the time to shine the light in that your office. You can't be afraid of anyone. You can't be afraid of anything. You have to announce who you are. You have to let them know who you are in your business space. This is who I am. This is what I do. Amen? This is where I stop. I cannot get to this point. This is me. You have to say that. Are you afraid? No matter who. No matter who. Whoever calls you. Whoever gives you whatever. It's not a time to pretend about anything. Oh, you know you are not supposed to drink alcohol. You are in that space and they are serving you alcohol. It's a time to tell them, I cannot drink it. You don't even need to take it and keep on the, on the floor. You don't need to touch it. It has happened to me. And I didn't touch it. And I was unapologetically confident that I shouldn't touch it. What it has to do with my belief, you can't do anything, I don't care. I don't care. Very unapologetic about it. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. The Lord is good. Amen. So you don't need to be afraid of anything. You share the word of God. You made them know who you are. You made them know what you have believed. You made them know who has called you, who has sent you on errand. It's just like God sending me on errand this morning. And I'm looking at professors and I'm looking at barristers and I'm hiding my face because I don't want to. No, God sent me. As far as I'm standing here and I know that God sent me, the person you are seeing is God's messenger. Because God is backing me. You are God's messenger. In that your office. You are on errand for God. In that position you are eyeing, whether I become whatever. Whether, whether MD, whether central bank governor, whatever, just keep watching by the grace of God and with my wife on my side. Because I know she'll be praying for me. We keep shining the light of God. Is that your testimony in your office? Where I can get to Rapotara Ozo Let's sing it again Chuku Kam Suzogi Oh Chichiri 
however dark it would be, thy way, not mine, O Lord. Is that your confession? Let me quickly wrap this message by saying, to shine the light of God in the marketplace, you need to radiate Christ. Radiate Christ's love. Radiate Christ's love. Be loving. There are Christians that when you look at them, you will not, you know, religion has gone into them that they are not loving. You know what I mean. Be loving. Be receptive so that you can shine the light of God in that office. Number two, please don't refuse to shine. Proclaim Christ and don't hide your identity. This is not the time to hide your identity. Proclaim Christ. Tell people about Christ. Number three, make it a habit to spread the gospel. Make it a habit to spread the gospel. Let it be in your bloodstream. Bible says in the book of Romans chapter 1, Verse 16, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Share the gospel at all times. You know, sometimes you may not even know when it will come out because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. When I'm sharing my meetings, it flows and I'm not, I'm not sorry about it. That's this particular meeting we went for on, t- on Thursday. You know, one of the people that you know, came for that meeting is here. It's a secular meeting. But I was busy. The illustrations were biblical illustrations. It has to be. If you're not comfortable with it, please remove me. But you can't remove me because someone has kept me there. That's why I'm not even afraid of being removed because I cannot be removed. Say I cannot be removed. Because your servant, the soul of your feet shall tread upon. You shall do what? Possess. So I'm not afraid. I cannot be removed. I cannot fear anybody because I cannot be removed. Number four, partner with the Holy Spirit. Oh, you are born again. You need the baptism of the Holy Spirit to be this bold. Partner with the Holy Spirit. If you are not, if you are not baptizing the Holy Spirit, desire it earnestly. Partner with the Holy Spirit. Number five, transform your attitude. Your attitude is key. Your character. And in transforming your attitude, be careful with the company you keep. I cannot be, you know, on, on errand to shine the light of God and the association or the company that I keep, they are not good companies. Evil communication corrupts good manners. Praise the Lord. Work on your character. Think of how to get better. Read Galatians chapter, chapter 5. Think of the fruit of the Spirit and how you can exhibit and show forth the fruit of the Spirit at all times. Stop being envious. Stop being jealous. God can answer you and meet you at the point of your needs. Follow him and he will help you. Always know that your job is your mission field. Always know. Each time you, 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 you get a job, is your mission field. Oh, God has brought me here to shine my light. Praise the Lord. And the last but not the least, always renew and refresh yourself. With God's word and in prayers. Always renew and refresh yourself with God's word in, and in prayers. The Bible says in the book of Psalm 42 verse 1, As the deer panted for the water, so my soul longed after thee. Can we bow down our heads? Remember where we started from? Am I, am I a light bearer? Have I been shining the light?
What can I do to shine the light? But before you become a light bearer, you would have given your life to Jesus Christ. Jesus is the father of all lights. He is the one who can give you that light that will help you shine. Or you are here this morning, you've been born again before, but along the line, you fell aside. You got backslidden. You are no more shining. You are now afraid because you know the devil is always tormenting you and making you feel guilty of your sin. You are in church this morning. You also need power to shine the light in your marriage, in your, your home, your neighborhood, and in your workplaces. This is an opportunity for you to speak to the God, to the Lord of all lights. So you are here and you are not born again, or you want to rededicate your life to Jesus. You can just raise up your hands so we can pray together. In 1994, like I said to you, first May precisely, in a church like this, God spoke to me and the Holy Spirit convicted me expressly. And I gave my life to Him. And since then, God has been amazing. That could be your testimony this morning. Just raise up, let's lift up your hand where you are. Such a way that I can see it. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. Oh, this little light of mine. Thank you, God bless you. Lift up your hand. I'm gonna let it shine. God bless you. Please lift it up of your head. God bless you. Don't be afraid. Don't be ashamed. Everywhere I go, I'm gonna let it shine. Lift it up well. Everywhere I go, oh, I'm gonna let it shine. Oh, everywhere I go, Jesus, I'm gonna let. Would you mind standing where you are and pray this prayer and say after me, Lord Jesus, I have heard your word this morning. I confess you as my Lord and Savior. Remove my name from the book of death. Write my name in the book of life. I am ready to be a light bearer. The boldness, O oh God, to shine your light. Lord, at the workplace, help me, O oh God, give unto me, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.